Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, as we continue with our current message, Agents of Darkness and the New World Order Agenda. Today I will finish sharing information gleaned from the commentary, Satan's Final Empire, the New World Order. We left off with the Bilderbergers and will pick up with the World Constitution and Parliament Association. And as I mentioned in our last message, although we are only touching on these organizations, it becomes quickly evident that there is definitely a New World Order intention behind them which Lucifer has been orchestrating in preparation for the global empire of his Antichrist. Reviewing these establishments and realizing the worldwide efforts behind them should shine light on the most recent COVID scenario and the global purposes that are part and parcel with it. For it is all part of the enemy's scheme to control the world and every person in it. And as we return to the commentary, Satan's Final Empire, the New World Order, we find that the World Constitution and Parliament Association was organized in 1959 in Lakewood, Colorado. By their third session, a provisional world presidium and world cabinet were appointed to serve as the equivalent of an executive branch for the emerging world government. Gary Call, who wrote, Are You Ready for the Microchip?, says that the WCPA's plan includes a 10-region world government, noting also that this has been taken straight out of the handbook of the Club of Rome. The Club of Rome was formed in 1968 in the city of Rome and seems to be another level of informal hierarchy for the planning of a one-world government. Their report entitled, Regionalized and Adapted Model of the Global World System, divides the world into ten political-slash-economic regions, which follows the pattern of the ten-nation confederation addressed in the prophetic word of God. Next, we come to the Trilateral Commission, which was founded in 1973 in New York City. It deals with issues concerning North America, Western Europe, and Japan. The group was formed by David Rockefeller, whose name we see mentioned often in Lucifer's global endeavors. For again, money buys power, and power produces control. In 1 Timothy 6.10, it is written that the love of money is the root of all evil. It has also been noted that Zbigniew Brzezinski, who was the Trilateral Commission's first director, along with many other New Agers, are part of the New World Order movement, bringing with them an occultic dimension to the views that are held there. Next, we come to the Gulf War. After the Gulf War of 1991, President George Bush, in a nationwide address, said, This is an historic moment. We have in the past year made great progress in ending the long era of the Cold War. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of the nations. When we are successful, and we will be, 
we have a real chance at the New World Order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacemaking role to fulfill the promise and the vision of the UN founders, end quote. We saw this speech on live television, and it was unbelievable, because this was the first time we had heard a high official speak of the future in those terms. Now it seems to be common enough, but it had really been kept under wraps until that time. It simply wasn't something we ordinarily heard. This is their agenda, to have a global economy, a global political system, and a global religion. They are most probably unaware, however, that the Antichrist will take over it all. But this is exactly what the Bible has prophesied will happen. Once it is in place, he will step in to take ultimate control. Another strategic place that the agenda for a new world order is displayed is on the United States $1 bill. The pyramid was placed on the back of our dollar bills during the term of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. This is the Masonic Pyramid. It was always on our great seal, but most people weren't aware of it. It was only after we lost our real money, silver certificates, which were based on the actual reserves of gold and silver, and were given Federal Reserve notes instead, which were easily inflated, that the pyramid side of the great seal was put on the dollar bill. The all-seeing eye goes back to the Egyptian idolatry of Osiris and ultimately to Lucifer. It is not the eye of the one true God, as the agents of darkness intend you should believe. In the early orders or degrees of Freemasonry, there are frequent mentions of God, but not so much about Jesus. They make constant references to mythological characters and gods of other religions. But it is only later that one learns that their God is actually Lucifer, and only by the higher degrees. President Roosevelt was himself a 33rd-degree Mason and close associate of the Council on Foreign Relations. The words Novus Order Seclorum, which in Latin means New Order of the Ages, appears on the front of the dollar bill. Basically, this has the same meaning as the New World Order. Many feel that the big banking houses of Europe saw the United States as a new world where they purposely sent their representatives so that it could become the kingpin of their future one-world government. This holds truthful conclusion integrity as the majority of the founding fathers were Masons. We then come to the United Religions Organization. This is just one of the many efforts that are coming together in the formation of the One World Religion of the Antichrist, with others such as the World Council of Churches among them. The United Religions Organization was formed in 1997 with the express goal for forming a world body of religions patterned after the model of the United Nations. To help explain the purpose of the movement and its connection to the New World Order, Marcus Braybrook, who was an angelic and parish priest and leader in the growing worldwide interfaith movement, gave this statement. It is said of the United Religions Organization that the prime purpose for uniting the world's religions into a global organization is to eliminate violence in the name of religion, race, or ethnicity. An organization that makes this its primary task will have plenty of work to do. I hope that any new organization will have a distinct focus 
while recognizing that its long-term objectives will only be achieved if it works closely with many other related bodies. To many people today, religion is a threat rather than a promise, and the public perception of religion as a cause of division and hostility is a disincentive to faith. If a united religious organization can purge the religions of what distorts and corrupts their witness, it can unblock the channels through which the healing wisdom of the great spiritual traditions will flow into our world, end quote. The prayer that they suggest everyone should pray daily underscores the deadly antichrist deceptions which offer a false unity that rides on an empty security while bringing a blasphemous assault against the truth of God's word. Supreme One, who has made of one blood all peoples to dwell on the earth, our thanks and praise for deepening the understanding of those of all races, languages, customs, and religions, and for teaching us to accept each other in the light of your own all-embracing love. Thank you also for the vision of all the human family united in caring partnership and stewardship for the sake of all life and the earth, end quote. With each poisonous drop of the saccharine-coated words of deception that offer a false and darkened illumination leading only to death, multitudes of naive and lost souls are being swept into the enemy's depths of destruction. We ought not be surprised about an emerging worldwide conspiracy against the one true and only God of all creation, which is surely a replay of the Tower of Babel. What has always existed in the darkness is being exposed by the light and becoming more evident to this present generation, and therefore it is more visible to the discerning eye. The Bible does indeed picture the organized political, commercial, and military structure of this present world as being controlled by Satan, the small g god of this world. The Greek word cosmos, meaning ornament, decoration, and arrangement, gives external appearances more than inner content and quality. As used in the New Testament, the world does not refer to nature, but to the world's system, to society and human culture. The world system is outwardly religious, scientific, cultured, and elegant, but inwardly it seethes with prideful and lustful desires. The general characteristic of the world, as the term is used in the Bible when referring to the fallen world system, it may be described in part as follows. The world makes use of force, greed, ambition, and warfare to accomplish its objectives. It offers financial reward at the cost of one's soul. It promotes myths and illusions which appeal to human vanity and pride. It encourages permissive sexual, moral, and ethical values to feed self-indulgence. It ignores eternal values and invisible realities. It offers false philosophies and value systems to support its goals. It exalts man and his abilities. It seeks to unify mankind under an atheistic, humanistic, or pantheistic banner and it emphasizes pluralism while denying biblical absolutes. Because of the thorough corruption of the entire world system, God's program does not involve reform of the existing world order, but its total replacement by an entirely new world government under his Messiah, Lord Jesus the Christ, who will rule on the throne of David during his thousand-year reign. 
Nebuchadnezzar's vision of Gentile world powers, which is depicted as a great statue and is recorded in chapter 2 and verses 44 to 45 of Daniel, concludes with the smashing of that statue and its complete replacement. We read Daniel's interpretation. In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it itself will endure forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of a mountain, but not by human hands, a rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold to pieces. The great God has shown the king what will take place in the future. The dream is true, and the interpretation is trustworthy. Amen. And this is where we must pause for today, beloved. Please join me next time. And until then, and as always, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.